0: Bet with the biggest, win with the best, only at my bookie. Don't try to run, no-
1: What's up, full podcast with Felipe Esparza and Rodrigo Torres. Yeah, man. Who will be at the Ontario Emperor of March 17th.
2: March 17th, St. Patty's Day.
1: With PK. Hosting. And Rodrigo Torres, of course. And uh, Armando Cosillo. <laughs> and Chris Torino. Hey, bro. Also, Pops might show up and strangle somebody, right?
2: <laughs> and Flaco too. Eh?
1: Oh, yeah, Flaco's going to be there. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Check him out. Flaco's hilarious. He'll be there. And um, Armando Cosillo. Yeah, man. So, what's up, fool? We did Nokia, man.
2: Chilling, dog. We yeah, did I know, Nokia
1: dog. last Saturday night. It was sold out. Two shows sold out. Thank you, everybody who showed up, man. We had a surprise opening guest Las Cafeteras.
2: Hell yeah, they tore it up, dog.
1: Yo no creo en Fronteras. Yo no creo en Fronteras. So you know Fronteras, no somos cantineros, somos chicanos. I don't know the lyrics, but you, you <laughs> man, you know um they got down, huh? They're bad, dog. They're awesome. But they rocked. People were surprised. You know what's funny? Um it was a good show, man. I felt like it was an awesome show. The music helped, you know, get everybody situated when they were sitting down. You're right, dude. People like to sit down, you know, and see check out People don't go to a concert because they followed a comedy concert. It wasn't like a, doing a comedy club. Hell no. When you, you keep waiting for your drinks. It was a concert. You want drink? You have to get up and get them yourself. <laughs> <clears throat> but it was good, man. Jose Weizar, city councilman, showed up for the first show.
2: Hell yeah. Respect, though.
1: And um, also, Melo Manet showed up with yeah. his son <laughs> and his lady standing in the back. Mike. My nephew was there, Christopher, Sarah, Connors. JoJo was there, and his lady, and um, Christopher Lady was there. Um, That couple was there.
2: Uh, Ari Sliffer. Ari Stifler. <laughs> Stifler. Sifler Stifler. And his lady.
1: Uh, yeah, they were there deep. And then there was a, there was a Jose Udara showed up wearing the, the Felipe World shirt.
2: Hell, yeah. That was cool. He was there with his wife. It was tight, dog.
1: How'd you feel up there, man? 1,500 people.
2: It was crazy, dog. That was fucking intense, you didn't want
1: to get off, huh?
2: <laughs> I had to, dog. No, um, it was cool, dog. And you, fool? Well,
1: people did... yell out, oh, yeah, man. When you yeah, right up, when
2: I walked up, dog. Yeah, man. No. I, I mean, not that I ignored it. I already had my set in my head, dog. Also,
1: Marcella Gueya was there and Johnny yeah, Sanchez. Hosting. Yeah, bro. Johnny Sanchez, the great Johnny Sanchez.
2: No, his joke go?
1: no parking in my parking
2: <laughs> when I park in my parking. I was talking to that fool before He's all, you guys wanted him to do that joke? Yeah, I, I don't remember how it goes all the way.
1: <laughs> but he did it, though.
2: Yeah, dog, it was tight, dog. And Marcelo, they're representing?
1: Marcelo representing for all the Salvadorians that were at the no- Club Nokia. There were a lot of them, huh?
2: Hell yeah, dude. They got crazy. When
1: Pico Union representing. <laughs> With I found that like this show really represented a lot of... All of Los Angeles.
2: Yeah, dude. Everybody came through. All you know for like you said, fucking west, east,
1: east, Venice, the Valley, the Valley. Those people there when I when I shout out, "Where's Highland Park?" They were in the front. Yeah, right. Oh, all
2: deep, huh? deep, deep, man. Dude, they like up early. Fools, dog. Took one train. <laughs> yeah, those fools were deep when you mentioned them. all those motherfuckers
1: stood up, dog. A lot of those fools. Hell fools. yeah. I saw a video when I was yelling out the the cities. Where you guys drive from? There was some Chola. She yelled out in her video, Wilmas! <laughs> you know Raza's cousin, dog. <laughs> she showed up, bro, from, all the way from Wilmas.
2: Fucking Wilmitas, that's tight, dog.
1: Your cousin was there, man. <laughs> Gabriel Wood and her, her, um, Gabriel Wood. They're tourists, right? <laughs>
2: uh, Madera.
1: Madera. And who's the other dude?
2: Uh, the husband.
1: The husband, what's his name again? Lee. Lee. <laughs> Lee Wood. <laughs> Lee Wood and Gabriel Wood. You know, um, there was a lot of events, man, going down at the Club Nokia. It was amazing to sell out two shows, man.
2: Hell, yeah. That's awesome, dude. Because the Clippers
1: were actually playing the Golden State Warriors. (laughs) And that sold out. Hell, yeah. And there were a lot of movies playing. You know, good movies were playing. It was a good night to be out. Hell,
2: yeah. It wasn't like like
1: being in a comedy club, man. You were in downtown Los Angeles, man. And a lot of people who don't travel out to Los Angeles – you know, got to see Los Angeles. A lot of people got rooms. They were partying it up, man. People were loaded. Hell yeah. And respectable. No, <laughs> know somebody wrote, um, I guess somebody who's never been to one of my comedy shows, they wrote, wow, I love the comedy show. The band was amazing. You have the most respectable drunk fans. <laughs> Everybody stayed in You mind. know, man, because Mexican, we get loud and rowdy and drunk, but we still tip, man. <laughs> For, I don't know why, but somehow... We tip now.
2: Hell yeah, dude. Got that little extra. We cheese. go
1: out more, man. Our generation goes out more.
2: Oh yeah, dude. Like yeah, my mom and bad,
1: dad, bro. we never went out, bro. Like go go see a comedy show. Hell, yeah, man. No. We stood home, they're going. <laughs> it's sad, man. I know they eat tacos. they didn't bring us any. <laughs>
2: They wanted to get to a time for themselves,
1: dog. That's why a, a lot of the fans, they get mad. They go, I wanted to bring my daughter. Well, you could have, man, with all ages. My my niece showed up. She's like 12, 15 years old. Okay, hell
2: yeah.
1: Listening to jokes from everywhere. And there was also, there was like a Saudi Arabian Egyptian event. I only say that because there was a lot of people there who shared my blood type. <laughs> and they were there. And, and then when I saw your, your cousin and her husband... When they said they went to the wrong event, they were like somewhere at this party. I said, "Wow, man, you guys look just like them, though." (laughs)
2: That fool dog looked Armenian.
1: He looks Armenian. She looks like she she's from um, she she like she should be hanging out with Egyptian cats, bro. (laughs) For real, man, they look like a a a power Armenian couple (laughs) with the best no jobs paid. Paid, bro. <laughs>
2: they live on, on brand. They're big <laughs> fans,
1: man. She has us. Your, your your sister or your cousin, they have a CD for me. The old CD, man. The one I'm wearing is an orange CD, and the cover is me with no beard. And I I think I like the the length of my hair too. It says "Fool," El Fool, El Fool.
2: Yeah, that's the the ones you guys recorded at the ice house on. Huh?
1: That's throwback. That's back in the days when I used to go up before Gabriel Iglesias.
2: That's 2002 right there, I think, fool.
1: Who has a TV show.
2: Yeah, man, on ABC. On ABC, sure. it's going to get
1: probably picked up, obviously, because, man, they got to pick up one Latino show. Hell yeah, dude. Damn. Damn. Dude, I heard that Martin Moreno had to audition for Martin Moreno. Oh, yeah? So they brought in a lot of fools who look like him probably, huh? <laughs> I didn't even know about that. Did that fool get the part or what? That's what I heard. Oh, okay. I was reading down all the comments.
2: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, dude. I know he was taking action. they're classes. auditioning
1: for the wife, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
2: Okay. Hell
1: yeah, dude. Gonna be a lot of Latinas, huh? <laughs> a lot of Latinas showing up, huh?
2: Oh, being all sexy, huh?
1: Yeah, man. I didn't see a congratulation from Cristela, though. <laughs> no, not one. What I mean, happened? We congratulating huh? him. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, but I, 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 I've been reading the tweets to see who's congratulating and who's not. I didn't see one. She's in hiding right now. You know what I'm saying? Crazy, huh?
2: Hell yeah, she's in the Middle East somewhere. Well, bro. her
1: show's on Netflix. Everybody want to watch it. And Hulu. And Hulu. And pretty much Roku. <laughs> That's funny, man. You ever you um you ever Roku and chill?
2: Hell no, nah, fool. Just Netflix and chill, dude. About a month ago, that shit was tight.
1: Roku and chill, man, is when you go to your Roku channels, going through Netflix, going through Amazon, going through Hulu, going through all the movies, and deciding on what to watch. But you don't watch shit; you just go straight to sex. <laughs> That's how my Netflix and chill would probably be, man. If I wasn't married, it'll just be me going through all the movies, talking about every movie. You seen this movie? Yeah. You never seen this movie? Oh, you seen that movie? Oh, man, I love this movie right here, man. You know come comes out in this movie? Oh, man, you got to check out this other movie. <laughs> and that'll lead to my fingers, you know, taking unbuttoning um, those pants. It's just, you know what? Let's just, let's get comfortable, man. Put on your pajamas. I don't, you don't have pajamas? Just take your pants off, you know. I'll, I, I, my pants are already off. We're going to get a bowl of cereal, and let's watch a movie. <laughs> but this is after an hour of strumming and... You know, and going through every Netflix movie till you finally say, man, it's already two o'clock in the morning. You know, you already had sex. You know, you just fall asleep in that movie, bro.
2: You killed me with that part. Let's get comfortable. <laughs> Let's
1: get, 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 get comfortable, bro. You got to get comfortable. You got to make sure they're comfortable, man. You got to lock your doors. You know, man. Hide all the sharp objects. Turn off, turn off um, all Wi Fi in your house. Nah, no, just kidding.
2: Fucking Dr. Smooth,
1: dog. <laughs> no, bro. Dude, want to something hilarious? Tell me, dog. One time we yeah. went with Big Dog, right? Sup, and we dog? were going to bring chicks over, right? <laughs> and um, this fool started making snacks, bro. I don't know if we talked about this.
2: Hors-d'oeuvres, dog? He made hors-d'oeuvres,
1: bro. This <laughs> fool, I think, I don't know if he, he had kids yet, but he opened up all his little Lunchables, bro. All the Lunchables in his house. All of them. Right, and got a big ass plate, a platter, and started laying up all the crackers real neat with the lunchable little little round hams, and and put in the goo of cheese, bro, right there with all the crackers, bro. They full made a fucking um a sample plate out of lunchables. Did they buy it Were they all into it, dude? Hell they... yeah! Bro.
3: <laughs> this was hell
2: yeah, bro.
1: Yeah, bro. You, you gotta, never had it like you this, gotta huh? make
2: it look good, bro. <laughs> It's all about the presentation, you know? Like,
1: you know, when you have a leftover pepperonis, you know, like some people like eating that pepperoni shit, man. Man, <laughs> you spread that out neatly around in a plate, bro, with some cheese and some hot mustard. Forget about it, bro. <laughs>
2: That's just tight, dog.
1: You oh, got to yeah. show em, bro. You got to show them class. <laughs>
2: you got to show em, bro.
1: <laughs> For reals, man. You show up. You bring a girl over to your house and you already have um uh, Jello drops already made. Shit! Ah, this, fool dog. So you were ready, bro. all the clues out. Fuck you. You gotta be ready, dog. Like you gotta have snacks for chicks sometimes. <laughs> you don't want to tell them, hey man, we have, sorry we have no snacks, bitch. What the fuck you think this is? <laughs> you gotta get uncomfortable because then they might think, oh, I'm thirsty. I'm gonna go get us a water, bitch. I got water right here. <laughs> Oh, I'm kind of hungry. Oh, girl, you, know, you just don't know. I have a leftover King Taco under my bed. <laughs> you can't. You got to have them ready. Oh, man, I'm worried about my kids right now, man. Oh, man, here, man, I'll read you Cut in a Hat.
2: <laughs> that's, a, that's that's a hardcore one, though, that pops up all the time, though, huh? I'm worried about my kids, huh? Yeah,
1: man. I don't understand when women, like, you meet, you're talking to them and they tell you, yeah, man, my, you ever get that from a girl, like, they're trying to pick up on her at a bar, and she goes, My, my, my family comes first. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my yeah.
1: kids come first. Yeah, but you're trying to fuck on a Wednesday, so I guess I'm going to come first.
2: <laughs> Except for the. Oh, night. shit. Hell yeah.
1: Oh, shit. LA's oh, finest. Shit. What's up, fool?
2: What's up, my dog? What's up, brother? What's up, brother? What's,
1: What's, What's up, man? <laughs> What's up? I haven't seen you since the airport. Right. I had to sit on a plane, you know what I mean? <laughs> Hell yeah. His money was being unfolded and shit.
4: <laughs> he was making it rain. It a it rain you know, I, I always like my money cash, you know what I mean? I don't trust in credit. I like that mattress money. Don't be like 50 cents, man.
1: That
4: yeah. fool posted up all those bills in cash, I
1: arrest came back. Because he filed for Chapter 9, right? Bankruptcy, so supposedly you have no money. So then on Instagram, he, he took a picture with all his money, cash, and they said, what's up with that? So they went after that photo and after that cash.
3: Man, it.
4: For real? Yeah. Man, 50 don't care. I'm gonna uh.
1: start flossing monopoly money wherever <laughs> I go. Yeah, fool. Counterfeit. I own park place.
4: Man, I like your little office, man. This is big. This is the
1: all things comedy office right Sweet here. Studio. Ball, studio. Man. Put on your headphones so you can listen oh, to head
4: head head
2: us. Ball, bro. Hell yeah, dog.
1: So we're right here, man. It was they said, gentlemen? This comedian right here. I'm gonna give you the long, the long, the long <laughs> intro. The long intro. Yeah, buddy. This comedian right here. <laughs> we going, man. You don't remember Nah. I'm talking like Barry Katz. Um, yeah. no, this comedian. Man, well, I met this comedian when I was working at the Wall Coyotes. When it was called Daily Planet, or it was called on uh, wa- uh, tortillas, right? Tortillas with and Larry, um, Larry. And I was Larry. doing the st- stand-up comedy oh, there, and there was some comedians, man, you know, like sometimes, man, you're just like, man, the, the show's dying out. You know, it's like, man, there the ain't no more comedians going up. You know, what, what are we going to do now? And this comedian would always show up, man, like a thief in the night, like a comedy ghost fairy. <laughs> you know, like, like, it, it's like 1130 at night. The show ends at, at midnight. And then here comes Gruncho coming in. That's Yo, nice. man, can I do some time? And it, it, it was like before anything, right? He would just show up. And he will kill it, man. Kill it. Hell yeah. I remember a time, we did a show one time, and it would, we were performing on top of a fucking wooden pallet, man. <laughs> a wooden fucking pallet, all right? <laughs> yeah. All they did was in more pallets to make it look like a stage. And he goes, man, what the fuck's going on up here, man? Y'all motherfuckers, Sally motherfuckers in here? <laughs> and then he made a face, bro, like a black for being hung. <laughs> he went like this, man. i 45, 45, <laughs>
4: Yeah, I it, yeah. I learned a
1: lot from watching this comedian, man, because this fool just took, like, it could be like 10 people in the audience. He he gives a 100% of a fucking comedy show. Hell yeah,
4: dog. And
1: yeah. that's one that, like, whenever there's a small show, you know, no matter what, I make that, I learn from this comedian how to make that little small show bigger than it actually is. Right. Like, right, you right. hype it up, hype you know? It up. Hype it up. Like, like, you gotta let me take this audience know that it's not 17 people, it's 300 in my head.
4: 300, yeah. That's Cause like that's it. what
1: I love doing.
4: Yeah.
1: And then he always started his show with a little ass prayer and go straight to a dick pussy joke. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Give it up loud crowd.
1: You know, yeah. So while coyotes, you know, it's a loud Mexican crowd, right? Loud, like you just can't be up there, man. Like a black huxtable black yeah, comedian. Yeah, you gotta go raw. You can't man. be up there like a like a like a hipster comedian up there. You gotta be cardigan.
4: raw. Hey, man, Mexicans got the gangsters crowd hands down. Until you learn how to do a real like a hot Mexican room, you can never you you can't qualify to be a comedian. Because you know what it is easy to go up in the Mexican room after maybe uh the first two comics, but you gotta go up after they had it the, like by the third tequila, you know what I mean when they go because the later they get everybody become comedians, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know, even need a mic, everybody just yell out yeah. shit, you know what I mean everybody
1: thinks they're funny now, yeah everybody yeah. they're funny
4: <laughs> so um i say I, I got a joke amongst uh comedians, you know. I say everybody think they funny until you put a mic in their hand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then it changes.
1: Hell yeah! So um, I know, right? Like especially you you give the microphone to an audience member.
4: Oh, the fool!
1: F- when we were wild coyotes, um, <laughs> one of the bikers was there, right? Y'all know who who they are from the previous episode. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, his name was also right. He was funny. I used to call that fool tow truck because he always take the ugliest chick. <laughs> Or, um, or whatever was there bro He just pick her up like er, yeah. And he goes You wanna go up on stage? So man I let him go up on stage And I sat down And I heckled the shit out of him bro I said boo You suck you fat ass Right? And he couldn't He just stood up there like Whoa you yeah, know? Yeah. It's different bro man So when I went up back on stage I said man See this is what? I do comedy bro And you do killing And arson And extortion yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> it's different, dog. you got to learn how to handle the mic and all that shit, dude. Hey, man, it's, a, it's a an art like
4: it. to this, man. You know, I'm, I'm proud. Of. I was the first comedian that really had a gangster element, you know what I mean? Because I, I was just a crip that had all crip jokes, you know what I mean? It you started code. out with crip jokes? Yeah, I had all So you, jokes. you kept it hood from the beginning then. That's all I knew, you know what I mean? But it took me a long time to, to realize, you know, where w- my gift was bigger than where I was from. Okay, you know what I mean, then I had to start because I was scaring everybody. Even now, everybody kind of scared. Even after I did "How High," oh, I played the assistant pimp in "How High." Then I played um, I played with school dance with Kevin Hart. So I was on wild and out with Nick Cannon. You know, what I mean, I toured Mike Epps. So I got a I got a reality show getting ready to come out. So even it's before, a reality show, it's called it's a, it's called comic therapy. So it's about like you know bad boys of comedies who trying to you know because. And I'm I'm working on another reality show called 24, 24, 20, 23 Hours and Thirty Minutes After the Mic. You know what I mean? Hell so yeah. it's like to you know because people really don't realize how you know, fucked up in the head we is, you know what I mean? We like really all got issues and shit, you know what I'm saying? You know, like <laughs> attitude problems and stuff, you know what I mean? But that's what make us funny, you know what I mean? And people say,
1: and somebody, everybody has something, man. Yeah, yeah. Everybody has a closet where they're hiding something. People say, oh, he's a clean car, He don't into the Christian shows. He's yeah. hiding something. Yeah, we
4: are. I never made a comic that they have a mental issue. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> you know what I'm like, I know I got like a, like i be trying to work on my attitude because, you know, you can't take disrespect. People just say all kinds of crazy stuff to you. You know what I mean? But that's why I like when I go to like, especially when I work at Mexican clubs, I learned how to, you know, like one thing about Mexicans, they, they honest. <laughs> they're like, they were like raw honest. You know what I mean? They'll like you and be like, I like you, but you suck. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> your, you know, your comedy is, is garbage. You know, you know, it's not that funny. You know what I mean? Come on, homie, get out of that bullcrap. You know what
1: I mean? Let's so, tell you. I give you only a chance, homie, because you're from Long Beach. That's
4: yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what. But, you're from, but at right? the same time, when they love you, they they give it up. Like they give it up, in and in a, it's like crazy. The energy, like you know, it's like just crazy. So a lot of people be scared to do their clubs because they automatically know you got to come with it. You know what I mean? It's like the real death jam in that mug. You know what I mean? But it's like the what the, the, the loyalty is. Like once they love you. They love you. They love you. You can't never have a bad set. Like you could be fucking garbage and they still be, yeah! You know they, <laughs> they don't They don't let you go. I like so, the know. way he bombs, eh? <laughs> yeah, that was cool, you know? <laughs> it was a funny-ass bomb. Forward
1: <laughs> scr- scrunchal scrunch um, we were doing a show one time in, like, Long Beach, right? It was, like, border Long Beach, and I don't know what city it was. harrison Compton. Compton. Yeah. Oh, but they were, it was, like, for the some ghetto-ass Mexican fool. Remember the, that ghetto-ass Mexican fool from Long Beach? He was, like, a cholo, but he was balling, too. We had a comedy show. In, those, in the fucking... In the skids, bro. Like, there was nothing around that area. Just that fucking Mexican restaurant. And yeah. everything else was closed. Yeah,
4: everything else was closed. It was right there on Alameda and Comfortable. Boulevard. And
1: they were local or something.
4: Yeah, yeah, Loco. <laughs> right. No, he, they were, he had a I gangster name. Remember that, name. Yeah, yeah, remember that Mexican? That, remember, he
1: was yeah. a straight gangster. And he went up on stage and he said, Man, we got motherfuckers here. Because he knew he knew the audience... Scruncher knew the audience was gangster. That's how you learn from like a comic with no fear, right? Because his ghetto side came in. You know, he had to use his ghetto side yeah. to to the audience. He, he knew no mother, there was a lot of enemies there. Yeah. You know? and he goes, man, we got motherfuckers here from Long Beach. Then he mentioned the other city. Why well, we can't get along, man? They're looking separation us There's a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And everybody died. <clears throat> I, it took me a while to get it because I'm not from the area. <clears throat> Yeah. but it was a bridge and everybody fucking
4: died hey man, remember you saying that I've I never seen a comedian like Felipe his style was so original cause he was like the Wolfman Jack of Mexico <laughs> like <laughs> like, I didn't, like he, looked, he up, had dude? a he was so local that people would get on him and they, they they was he was scary in a way cause it was like and what is this food cause he's the only comedian that used to come to the mic looking like a serial killer you know what I mean like, <laughs> <laughs> like, and then he get up there and, and his a uh, his style. That's like like now you know as you mature, I can see people who are trying to take his styles and take his beats. And I'm like, yo homie, I, like I always protect comedians. I'm like, you can't do that. It's not yours. That's Felipe. I can tell they take his mannerisms and stuff. Cadence. It's all it's all original, bro. Like like when other comedians were blowing up, I said, damn, how they looking on Felipe? He killing it. Then once he got his break, like now. Now now he, he like they talk about him like I don't know him now I be tell I be telling people, man I, I know him you know what I, mean? <laughs> I know who he I be trying to call him on the phone of course he never pick up I'm like trust me I know him ain't that his number <laughs> now, now 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 so it's like you know like 'cause
1: you used to hang out right you used to do yeah. my, the used to do mics with um because they
4: both live in Long Beach. yeah man Gabriel started you know we 'cause he Gabriel started turning me on to the golden sales crowd. yeah I started 'cause we used to have a we said, our cars are so raggedy, right, yeah, that we to have to put them together to get the go. You know what I mean? So when he get on, well, so when Gabriel comes to my house, right, with his car battery, we're throwing it in my car, and then we're going to hit the comedy side. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We'll do two black rules, two white rules. You know, Gabriel's driving that
1: fucking shitty Volvo, bro.
4: They <laughs> yeah, had a, a, a raggedy Volvo. I said, come on, Gabriel. <laughs> he did it
1: it on. was raggedy,
4: bro. Like the, 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 the the stick shit was, was held up by a rubber band. Yeah, <laughs> and I said, I said Gabriel, I thought he was cool with me. I said, man, I appreciate you coming to get me all the time. And I said, why you come get me? So I'll be honest, bro, I only come get you because I know you gonna help me push. Because <laughs> the car used to break down so much. We we lead driving and come back pushing.
3: <laughs> yeah, man. I
4: remember um, Gabriel Gabriel Gillespie
1: told me one time that he went to go pick you up and you had at your apartment when you were living in Long Beach. Yeah, and he said that man. You had your uh, apartment look like immaculate, like it was pimped out. Yeah. Like you said, He said, man, Scrunch was crazy, man. He <laughs> fucking dug a hole in the wall and put a fish tank in there. Yeah, I, I, I had a
4: built-in fish. I took the top <laughs> of my closet out, and I put a fish tank in there over the dining room. <laughs> <laughs> I had, look, I had I had, look, I had low items in it. Look, I had low iron at the bottom. I took the bottom of it, right, and I blocked it so water couldn't get to the bottom, right? And then I had the lowriders in it so you could sit in in the living room and just hit the switches from the bottom. It was fly, homie. Gangster. The whole, dog. it was gangster, homie. And every time girls come over, I just, I just pull back the closet and let them see this shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And pull back the closet. They're like, dang,
1: that's tight. You know what I mean? I'm telling you, bro, we were just talking about this. When you came into the room, we kept talking about this, how, no matter what it is, when you bring a girl over your house, yeah. you got to let her know that you have a, some sort of class. Yeah. So we're talking about this other comic. Yeah. He was bringing girls over. He had nothing to eat. So they first started opening up all his snackables, all his lunchables, <laughs> and he and put, and put on snacker tray. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Look, like my fly, my apartment be so fly. My shit, I had the most flyest apartment ever, but none of this shit was paid. Rent went paid, lights were known. They thought I was being romantic. I'm like, nah. I just <laughs> these can- <laughs> these candles are for a reason. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they say, oh, you're so romantic. All the like candles. I'm like, yeah. I said, I had, had a bug candle. Man, I had I had with nothing that motherfucker paid. You know, I out out our door, make sure the landlord don't show up. You know? <laughs> But get
1: kind a of fish tank, bro. Fish tank. That should be you know what the best way out of show, man. Helping off broke-ass fools, man. Hook up their apartments. Hook
4: their apartments
1: look, up, man. To make you know, it look
4: decent. Yeah, like, look, look. i mastered how to look good broke. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's <laughs> a classic. You know what Teach you us like, broke. Yeah, look good broke. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? You know, it's, and you know, you got to little stuff. Like, you know, always have a fresh white tea always clean the white around your shoes even if your shoes don't look good get some fresh shoe strings you know what i mean if your shoes look ragged, and you put some fresh white strings in there you look like they look authentic then (laughs) that's what i would do (laughs) man i would always make sure that the
1: white part is clean because that's what they care about who cares about the top you know they're vintage now vintage (laughs) <laughs> okay, shit, yeah man i can't walk
4: around with a dirty t-shirt man to be clean you know clean man i am tell you i got a i got a homie i got a homie man i was in prison with him and uh we we said and he was with the southsiders but he was uh, a, and, and it was in we was in a dorm our our, our uh it was an owl that separated the southsiders from the um brothers so we uh so me and him, we used to be talking back and forth and shit, and we, we were laughing, right? So he said, we're we'll have to re- make these, this black and brown come together. So we called all the Mexicans and called all the brothers up, and we gave this big old motivational speech. You know, it's about brotherhood, we, we, we a lot alike at the end of the day, and then after they beat both of us up, right? <laughs> Boo, <laughs> so so after, they, after they Stumped us, out both severely, right? <laughs> severely, dog. We in we in the we in the uh, black and blue got together. Yeah, we we in the we in the, uh, we in the like, hospital, infirmary, shit, busting up, <laughs> busting up. Like we got it. We we tried our best, you know? <laughs> We tried our best. <laughs> <laughs> you just take that to every prison. Yeah. But then, but when we got out, right? So we got out and we started this organization this organization called uh We Don't Forget you know what I mean so what it is now is an organization where we buy all uniforms. Cause he got his own little shop where he press. So I get the uniforms and he press them up and everything. So we we give all uniforms to all underprivileged, like park and recreations. So we go soccer, baseball, basketball, flag, football. You know what I mean? Cause you know we come up real poor. Where remember when we used to we didn't have uniforms. We had to take sharpies and shit and, mm-hmm. and and draw the number on our uniform with the sharpie and shit. And you know, for years I used to get mad cause I thought I was number six. Just to find out, I was letter G, you know. <laughs> so now we just we just go donate because we love dusty kids, you know what I mean? Like I was dusty. Like if you look at my hands, I don't wear lotion because I don't want to forget where I come from, you know what I mean? So now I, I think like, you wear lotion though. Yeah, <laughs> the, the ash works for me, you know. Because I, mean? <laughs> it, it, I always say if people respect your hands, they respect the man. So when they see your hands, they look all soft and wonderful. They say, "I right, get the fuck out of here." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was counting your money. <laughs> <Your head>. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty money since twelve thirty. Yeah, man, I fuck with Felipe, man. I
1: remember yeah. that um, about what you're saying about the t-shirts because when I was a kid. Mm. It was like, um, okay, guys, we're gonna have a game tomorrow. Don't forget to bring the red T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and there'd be fools, fucking like with a red T-shirt, like a regular T. If you got the money, you got the four, you got the the, the four for ten ninety nine from downtown LA. Yeah. You're lucky to get a red one. Okay, you got a red one, but there was there fools playing with with collar red T-shirt. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> fools be looking like
4: fucking disco nights. <laughs> full brother's tux,
3: <laughs> tux <laughs>
4: Dang, look, my first game right? my first game right? my mom was real religious and shit right so I like my need some shoes for my first basketball game she said well you don't even have to get some church shoes or some I'm with them basketball shoes I said just she said let me think about it I gotta make a decision and then the day like the day before the uh, game she said I decided the Lord told me to get you some church shoes because you need something to pray in not to play in I said oh shit right so I got so clever right I took my little church boot, right, and that's how clever I was. I got some white paint, I spray painted the white, and then I took the the electrical tape, right, and I cut out three stripes and put the stuck the had me some three stripe uh, Adidas. I was the first, I was the first basketball player with some uh, church Adidas boots, right. <laughs> so, like, so like I'm, combat I'm, basketball, I'm playing, yeah, you know, I'm playing in the game, right? I swear, I'm having a game of my Stretching life. Scratching up the board, yeah, and it, black. And, they stop the game and say, hold on. Somebody, somebody is fucking up the floor, right? <laughs> so, but but I'm, saying, I'm looking at my shoes and the stripes kind of falling out. No- I said, they can take the lineup though. So I'm standing in the lineup and my shoes standing solid, right? And it's always that one little black, loud, chilling chick, right? She'll yell out, somebody got on church boots, right? <laughs> I'm like, this- Fucking speechless. <laughs> <laughs> I was scratched up the fucking I was up the whole floor, man. Scratcho was here. 17 <laughs> points, man. They kicked, they kicked me out the game, man. I had to leave. My stripes were still on the floor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, the other, you
1: know that you do all the plays now? I got all the plays.
4: Bust around and got a triple double. Man, <laughs> I was sliding and traveling at the same said, time. Who
1: the fuck is playing their, with her <laughs> test speed <feet> up here? <laughs> Doing
4: burnouts. Looking like I,
2: I look doing like fucking
4: I, kick words on everybody. Yeah, look like I just wrote gang signs all over the floor. <laughs> look like it Chinese gang signs on the floor. Shit. Oh
2: my god, dude
4: Oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, but that's
1: what you gotta do because a lot of parents didn't wanna buy shoes, you man. Improvised all you got two pairs, that's it.
4: Man, we as poor as fuck.
1: That's why you don't see a lot of la like, ur- um, urban kids, you know, getting into hockey. Whether by buy skates. That's Gear. Too much yeah. That's, a That's why I run. hate
4: spoiled kids. I
1: hate them with a passion. <laughs> That's why you see like the, when you see like inner city kids, like in my neighborhood, when we play baseball, <laughs> you see motherfuckers hit home runs, but they're sliding all over the place because yeah. they're fucking playing with vans. <laughs> playing baseball with vans. <laughs> On a
4: fucking dirt floor, you know how many times you fucking slide?
1: <laughs>
2: a grip. Yeah.
4: I Put told, me in the outfield, please. My little nephew, he all softy, right? He he he, he played baseball, right? So I'm like, "Dude, why you don't slide?" He said, "Nah, i do not even uniform dirty." I said, "Man, though, no. <laughs> so right. like, like they just soft the new kids nowadays, man. I don't like none of them."
1: <laughs> Shit, man! Yeah. I, I remember we were playing. We, we were to lose by a lot, and sometimes we we didn't get our shirt dirty because you know we sucked. We were to roll our asses on the floor, bro. Yeah, we to, to make it look, look like we like played did. the game.
2: Slide after the game's over.
1: Huh? Show up all dirty, man. How was it, man? We lost
4: 19-0 Man, we used to stay. I stayed right across the street from the park, right? And the baseball diamond was at the other end. And my brother was so sorry, bro. To, they didn't put him into the game. And they, my, you know, my mom and didn't support me. You know, because y'all don't know this about black people, bro. This is what people don't know about black people. We the most racist people in the world. Let me tell you why. Because racism for black people start in our own immediate family. You know, light skin, hate on the dark skin. You know what I mean? And this is what y'all don't know about black people. Most dark complected black people was born light skinned. The only way you knew we was gonna be dark if you look behind the ears. <laughs> Our true color was that's what color we was gonna be. So guess what? For three days I looked at just like Drake. <laughs> 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 hey,
1: that's you? That's Drake. That's oh, kid. you look like Drake, too. <laughs> I get that a lot. Bruno Mars, too. Yeah, Bruno Mars, yeah. That's funny you say that, man, because um, a lot of, I, I see that the most angriest um, black comics are the light-skinned ones. Yeah, like, they're
4: angry. You it's know? all about race. Yeah, because, you know, they get the favor early. So they get spoiled early because they're all light and cute and shit. Like, you know, I could, my family, I was the only dark one. So my dad used to pay me not to go on vacations and shit. <laughs> like, he just didn't like me, you know what I mean? So I used to, like, you know, so as I got older, like I most, you know, I was, black, I was like, most, like, when, you know, if you're the cute kids, you get to sit in the front with the dad, right? And then the ugly ones, the dark ones sit in the uh, in the in the back, I used to have to sit in the fucking trunk, bro. Uh, <laughs> I used to have to be act like I get kidnapped every time. You know what I mean? That's I, I never sat in the front of my life, bro. <laughs> <never> got, like, <laughs> That's and, now I'm more angry. Like <laughs> right I was the only one because in the back you only had the. You know, it has certain seatbelts, so I was never, I never got a chance to wear a seatbelt, bro. They would let me wear the seatbelt. They didn't care about me like that. You know what I mean? So <laughs> now that, now that I'm older and stuff, I'm like, uh, it, it taught me how really, like, you know, my dad died. That's why you should always love, hug your kids, bro, and tell them you love them. You know what I mean? My dad died and never said I love you. Well, he said at one time it was a package deal. He said, I love all y'all. <laughs> I don't think we ever got that.
1: The package deal, the I love pack- y'all. I love all y'all. Was he you on the way out? Yeah. <laughs> was he staying? Because he on the way out. Yeah. You got to think about it, man. Yeah. I love all y'all. Love- See y'all later. <laughs> you got to make amends. Yeah, man. That's funny man. how, like, I-, I come from a big family. We were, like, seven, and we're all, like, different ages. But it was three of us that were like tight because we were the same ages. We were like a year and a half, one year apart. We were, we could be twins.
3: Yeah.
1: And um, but um, my they they saw a different side of my dad because my other brother they see a nice dad. You know they don't see the dad they used to fuck the other three motherfuckers <laughs> oh, yeah. up. They see the dad that was not that loaded all the time. Yeah. They see the dad that never had a job. I had the dad that had a job and came home every day and fuck who's up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: The working. They bad, got the dude.
1: non-stress dad, you know, the dad that, that had time yeah. maybe to go to one baseball game. Shit, yeah. I had to play across the street on the park. Every time I would play, my dad would close the curtains.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Were you good in sports, though? Hey, I was the shit. <laughs>
4: I'm not shit. Oh, was it another I, I was in another car. This is how cold I was, right? That's why I was had a lot of issues with my brothers. they went to my brother, he was garbage bro he, <laughs> he was he was garbage to the third he never had to he wore this, he never had to wash his uniform the whole year, you know what I mean his basketball was a percentage yeah he was he was he was horrible right and i was i was by the time I was nine, I already had trophies everywhere my dad, Jesse Owens. my dad came to one basketball game, and i was I was freaking embarrassed bro he come to the game. It's on a Saturday, 11 o'clock in the in the morning, in bed, probably 12, he walks in the gym overdressed, he got a three-piece suit on He's coaching a you, black man. three-piece suit black leather gloves, a black godfather, black shades looking like a hitman looking
3: <laughs> like a hitman
4: <laughs> <laughs> I was, the good part was he sat on the wrong side of the bleachers, right? Oh my God. so I'm like, yes, I'm saved, right? then, he don't know nothing about sports, right? The game get close, right? Three seconds left in the game. I'm at the free throw line to win it or to lose it, right? Damn. In the middle, of, right where I'm at the free throw line, concentrating, he decide he want to leave. He get up, walk from the from the stands, walk to me at the free throw line, right? And say, "What you finna do?" <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: I, you're lying, I, dog! I swear to God, right? I said, what <laughs> you mean. If any say, "Well, you know, if any going to the house, you need to ride home," I said. Well, Everybody looking like, what the hell going on? Oh,
2: my God, dog. I you know, so
4: make sure you take out that trash for you, and just walk out like you wouldn't shit.
1: <laughs> and the referee was looking like, what
4: the fuck? Did you make the shot? Uh, hell no. Bro. Scared the shit out of me, too. Oh, man, yeah. So I come from my dad's gangster homie. He didn't give me no love, bro. Just taught me all gangster stuff So when I was in school. Like, I get... I didn't, get, like, like, ghetto kids, we didn't get disciplined for what we did. We got disciplined for the frustration behind what we did. I mean, if I dropped the plate, that was a two piece. Pop, pop! What the fuck are you doing? Because, say, excuse me. That stupid shit, right? With I get fucked up grades, get four Fs. Yeah, yeah, you gotta get those grades up, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just do the best you can. You yeah. <laughs> know like, i was all You know, so you know how it is, bro. It's just like, you know, break a plate? So, oh, shit. Break a plate? Oh, that's a two-piece. <laughs> Were you the youngest one? That was right in the middle. You know what I'm saying? You know, my dad always tell me he should have named me adoption. <laughs> 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 oh, man, look at her now. See, look at her now. Now they eat their words. You know what I mean? <laughs> now they come to my shows uninvited. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, what I like to do like what I like to do to um, my brothers and stuff I always invite my aunties all the ones I really didn't like I invite them to the show and I sit them in the front row and then I have security uh, remove right for so I hit to stay I said, security can you do me a favor get rid of them <laughs> I, get, I get rid of the ones I always invite all my enemies to the show so I can kick them out <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, last time I seen him was
2: at the forum, dude. I snuck into that show at that K Day show.
4: Oh, at the K Day, oh, yeah. You opened it up. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. They let me shut it down. But see, I'm, the, I'm the type of comedian like in the urban. All my, all the comics is really good, and I love all of them. But none of them, I'm the, I ain't gonna say I'm the best, or my style is the hottest. Like, they never could fuck with me, you know what I mean? Not trying to be cocky or disrespectful. Right, right. Because they all funny. But you got to, you know, nowadays, if you say you the the best at what you do, that's taboo. You shouldn't say that because it's kind of disrespectful, you know what I mean? But, you know, it's honest. Like, they can't really fuck with me when it comes to that mic, you know what I mean? You
2: have that little thing, of uh, King of the Underground, right? Yeah, like, I had the I
4: king you? because my style is, I've been through too much. I've been stabbed, robbed, prison, why? So now they scared of me. You know what I mean, but but it's the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody want nobody want to see the truth. Everybody want to see a beautiful lie. Like, just lie to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, but when you get so, high to, but the fans love me. I'm a people's like you know what I mean. That's how I got mattress money. You know what I mean? I rich off my fans. You know what I mean? Like I got no agent. I got no manager. Like I book and but I stay on the road. You know what I mean? So I'm like i uh, I'm like the comedian. They don't want you to see. You know what I mean? So everybody, that's how come all my buddies they all like Felipe. No, like when you see cats like Felipe, he been the king of this, all this, especially Latino. i been killing this shit way before my voice was up on it. And I, saw, I used to call him in the middle of the night, like, Felipe, why, why you haven't blow, bro? <laughs> like, you should have blew up by now. He like, what the fuck, bro? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, nobody could ever follow him early. You know what I mean? His style was always original, and that's what makes things. But see, styles that's original, that's hot, you know, the ones that made it. You think they're supposed to help you, but they, they make it more difficult for you. You know what I mean? So they like to bless the weak because they can stay narcissistic. See, they don't want to bless the truth because it affects their narcissistic. So once that narcissistic spirit get on you, you notice all the people we came up with that are supposed to be the shit. They start fucking with all kind of weak motherfuckers who, yes, man. You know what I mean? But they lose their own confidence. You know what I mean? See, rock, sh- mess with rock. why like when I'm on the show, I try to find out my hottest little motherfuckers I can find because I want to go up behind that pressure so I get better and better. But if you go up behind pillows, you're going to be a fucking pillow. You know what I mean? <laughs> like go up behind the best and you'll, be, you'll stay the best. You know what I mean? That's like, um, you know, I always say, yeah, I'm the, I'm the best at what I do. You know what I mean? Because consistently, I go so late, dude. I never really get a good set. You know, I go up go so late. Industry don't even know. Has ne- <clears throat>
1: by the way, scruncho has never gotten the sweet 935 spot anywhere. Never.
2: Kush ever. Spot. That's Dude, the cush spot anywhere. The Friday spot.
4: night at the Laugh Factory 935. No, you're still at 1. I'm the only I'm the only headliner that got like, I'm the only when I do a guest spot, I'm the only I'm the only comedian in the country. I swear to God. When I do a guest spot, I got to go up after the headliner. They don't, my style is kind of raw, but it's not raw in the way I got a bunch of, you know, dick and pussy jokes, you know what I'm saying? My shit just raw, you know what I mean? So, but with that mentality, people love that real shit, you know what I mean? That's why they like Felipe, his shit is real, it's authentic, ain't no, you know, it's just real, you know what I mean? No
2: sugarcoating and shit.
4: Yeah, ain't no sugarcoat. you know what I mean? Like, it's just fucking real, you know? You know, and I like Gabriel. Like that's my little partner. You know what I mean? But he got hands. He got to come back and break bread. You know what I mean? But he ain't like that. <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, you know he, he. You know I seen him at the mall. You know what I mean? It took him ten minutes to show me love. You know what I mean? I like what's up, Gabriel? I was with my daughter. you know, like, what's up? It took him. He looked at me. I felt I got intimidated. Like oh shit, do you remember me? You know what I mean? Then it be I, I went to being a fan. Like oh shit, it's about. Hey, is that you? You know what I mean? It's me. I started explaining myself and shit like it's, it's. It's me. It's Cruncho, and then finally he came out of his cage and he was like, "Hey, what's up, brother? Was you? I was just fucking with you." And then, and, and, you know what I mean? And, and that, that, and that's the type of uh, love he, you know, he should have gave, but when he gave it, it, was appreciated because you know he at that level where, you know, he could come back and bless us. You know what I mean, but at the same time, we all started together. You know what I mean, but see, we all grown men, so don't nobody owe nobody nothing because we all equally gifted. We gonna get it, whether you hand it hand it to us or not, or bless us or not. Because I'm a gangster, homie. I'm gonna go get mine one way or another. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I got mattress money. But if I feel like, like <clears throat> if I feel like you're not, because I'm from the hood. If you're not right, homie, I'm not gonna sit there and sugarcoat you. I'm gonna tell you to your face, you're a bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to keep it 100 because if you got a bunch of yes men around you and you get soft and shit, and you and that's like I'm, people don't... Because I'm politically incorrect. You know what I mean? They don't know what the fuck I'm going to say because nobody want to hear the truth. You got to stay according to the... You know, so when I get on the show or something, people start shaking. Oh, fuck. What say you to I'm saying? Oh, shake. I'm You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Oh, but at the same time, I'm honest. You know what I mean? So, like... um. I be trying to brag to my kids. they yeah they, they, kids? Yeah, like my kids, like when they was younger, when they found out about Felipe, they they to this day, I had to convince them that I know Felipe. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> we take that picture on the plane. Then I, I texted to him and said, I told you motherfuckers. <laughs> you, know <what> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So now I see... Tables, you know, uh, turning for us, you know what I mean? But we can't, like, with me, I don't look at us as individuals. I look at us as teammates, you know what I'm saying? Because we all started together, so we all from a certain class, you know what I mean? Like, me and Cat is real close, you know. And,
1: you knew Cat when he was Cat in a hat. Yeah, Cat used when to. You knew at the hop. Yeah, Cat. And was, you had your own
4: room, too, at the yeah, bicycle club. Yeah, yeah me and Cat was like this, you know what I'm saying? And we started together. and But Cat always come back and bless me, you know what I mean? Like, he was like, scruncher, you good? Bam, I'm going to go 10,000. You want to be on a show? Bang! You want four shows? You know what I mean? What you want to do? Like now, he want to do my hour special and stuff like that. So Hell yeah, you nice. know, and that's what you' are supposed to do. You know what I mean? And even with Gabriel, I love it. I love his success because he honestly funny. You know what I mean? Like he just got this um uh, this this raw adorable thing about him. You know what I mean? And I just like because I'd be like, yeah, it's it's happy But I'd be like, you know, like you know, like sometime when he. I mean, one time he did his first big special. You know what I mean? It's a couple times I see certain buddies and it, I get teary-eyed when I see a certain level of success because I think about it. You know, like I remember Felipe went on there and just smashed that show and first got his, his big break. I'm like, he fucking been this shit. I'm in slapping the TV like, I fucking been this shit because I'm excited for him. You know what I mean? But then I seen the way he started coming up. You know, because um, they... When you hit the the Mexican circuit, they don't embrace everybody. They gotta like it. <laughs> I know Mexicans; they don't embrace. You know what I mean? You know, like they they don't have no rules. They got yeah, one yeah. rule: be fucking funny, bro. That's it. You're not funny, fuck, fuck you. You know what I mean? You know, I seen I seen I seen I swear I seen that I seen at at um what was that room we used to do
1: wild Coyotes? The wild
4: Coyotes, right I seen them boo uh, a comedian in a wheelchair you know what I'm saying (laughs) (laughs) hey bro and and, and somebody yelled out I see why you are not doing stand up
2: (laughs) obviously
4: stand up is not for you (laughs) so you know man it's just a it's just a it's just one of the kind of games man where you just gotta stay on your grind cause I be going out of town man it's like fucking crazy like you don't even know Just these little rules. Like, we don't even i I be like, how do people know me? It still fuck me up now because I'm still on some hood shit. So people be staring at me. And I don't know if it's some gangster shit or some fan shit. So I be like, what do I do? Sign an autograph or pull out a gun? You know what I mean? Like, you know, so it's it's like all fucked up in my head. You know what I mean? So like now I just kick back. But I like to just count money and shit. (laughs) Walk around a bunch of cash. You know what I mean? I do stupid shit. You know what I mean? I go to the, I go to like the, I go to I got a, a American Express card, right? So when I go to the counter, I buy a bunch of shit. You know, I'm supposed to buy like I buy two pair of the same shit. I I grab shit that's not regular. You know what I mean? Where it look like I'm stealing, and then when I pull out the card, I just pull it out of my sock and look around and shit. <laughs> Act like I ain't got no ID. Get all security come up there and shit. Then and then if they give me a hard time, then what I'll do? I say, I tell you what, I'm gonna pay for it, right? I pay for it cash, and then I just buy a bunch of shit. I get a bunch of shit. I load about four thousand, five thousand dollars. I just pile shit on the counter. I want all that. I get Eric and right, and I pay for it. Then I think of receipt. I say now I want to take it back and I make them recharge that <laughs> shit. That's what you do when they treat us bad. they like to do brothers and yeah. Follow us through the <laughs> store and shit. So when they start following me, I just start stealing shit. You know what I mean? Sticking it in my, you know, just, you know, until you leave the store with it, they can't do nothing. Right. So I just start sticking Rodrigo in it.
1: Bro, you got work prevention.
4: <laughs> yeah, you got to fucking have yeah. the concealment and then walk past the man. That's $30 worth. Yeah, yeah, Over yeah. Over $30. That's yep. when they won't call the cops. And for years, I used to steal all the sample colognes because I knew they couldn't charge me for it. That's like the best day ever. You know them samples? they Yeah, have, the little tiny ones? No, nah, the big ones. Oh, the know, big ones. Oh, right. They can't charge you for that. because the, the, the tester. The tester. The tester, though. Man, girl, she's come to my house and say, ooh, what's the, what's the name of this? Ooh, this tester? oh, you got all these testers? What, what kind is it? Oh, this is a tester, too? They got a lot of them. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, the testers.
1: You were, doing that, you were doing that gig, man, in Seattle where people get robbed.
4: Which one? Pierre. Oh, yeah, Pierre, Pierre. Got you got know, you, too? Yeah, Pierre, you know what? I got to be honest. Pierre have got me one time, right? <laughs> we had Lunel
1: here, and Lunel yeah. said, man, if you don't get robbed by Pierre, man, it t- you're yeah. not in common. But you know Pierre robbed
4: a, me it's one it's time. It's a rite of passage. Yeah, he was well, he going to have me, and Pierre got cool, right? He put me on a plane. First, I, I got kicked off the plane. He said, just pay me on ticket. I got you. So I would pay on ticket out there, right? And then um, I got... He gave me a big check, right? And back then, it was number but $500. $700. $700. Wow. I, I get back home. The check bounced. He don't call me. So he finally called me back. I said, bro, he said, well, check the Western Union an hour. So he gave me the runaround. I said, listen, if I go in the Western Union out there, I'm spending my own money. I'm coming to your house. I'm kicking in the door, and I'm fucking getting my money, right? So he said, yeah, bro, so wasn't there, right? I get my little brother, Right? Go, we, we, we catch a plane down there. I hook up one another homie. We, I get the gun. We go to, go to, we go to the, uh, go to find out where his house is, right? Kick in the fucking door. Pow! Go into the house. He's home invade that motherfucker, right? I said, you better fucking figure out a way to get it or you finna die right now, right? I took all kind of shit. He gave me watches and shit. Then once he gave me all the shit, right? Gave me all my shit, right? And then, his, he had. I felt bad because his kids was there and shit. He had a little kid. He's like, What are you doing to my dad? like, Your dad is a very bad man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a very bad man, man. Like, well, here's the thing. So, after that blows over, you know, he, he apologized. He gave my money back. So, I gave him all this shit back. I took his car, all kind of goofy shit, right? So, he said, Yo, so. At the time, I'm local. I'm kind of crazy. So I'm like, fuck it. So give me the shit back. And to this day, here go, thing. Me and dude is so cool now. And guess what? His little son is a fucking high school All-American basketball star. And his little daughter is my goddaughter. You know what I'm saying? And she finna run in the Olympics. Look her up. Her name is Tiara Crockwell. She She the fastest girl in 14 in America, bro. She breaking all the records. She ran with all the college kids, and she ran over at Calabasas High School. And she fucking incredible. She ran with Cole Black.
1: Yeah, man. His mom made me dinner. Yeah. His (laughs) mom made me. Um. She made me. Um. She made me fried chicken, homemade fried chicken, and macaroni and cheese. Yeah. And then I get robbed at the end of the
4: night. Yeah. You know what? But you know what? Because Pierre my. friend now, right? So later on, I figured out he had like problems with gambling and drugs. He had a broken leg yeah. when I met him. Yeah, I remember that. I remember yeah. he had that broken leg, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you were living in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. Hey, dude, like now he'll see it change, dude. Do the, he just, it's like, like the world's always like, everything, like, kind of changed and shit, you know what I mean? I remember even, like, now I'm all, like, corny and shit and all nice. I still got, like, a bad boy reputation, so, like, nobody fuck with me because it's, kinda, like, they always compare me to Terry Crews, right? But they <laughs> they, say, they say the difference between you and Terry Crews, y'all both got a pet boy mentality, right? He said, but the difference between you and Perry, Terry Crews is, which one would you want? Would you want a pet bull that ain't never bit or do you want a pet boy that's known for biting? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he said, that's why. So I just fucked my career off just slapping the shit out the wrong people. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you start at stand up comedy? What
1: made you decide to be a comedian? Man, you know what? I, I, after, after you do, do that peace treaty in prison? Nah, what happened? I, <laughs> that shit was. I can't believe that really happened. Yeah, oh I tried my to God, do that shit. That's what they beat the shit out of. It was ahead was, of his time, huh?
4: Yeah. <laughs> and all that. All that to trying to do the right thing, Shit got me fucked up. They stuffed the fuck out of her. You know what I mean? You know what I mean, it was like, and then they was so slick with it. Guess what they let us do? This is yeah. how they fucked us up. They let the niggas beat up the Mexican, and the Mexican beat me up. They were it was a deal. Was you got them deal. together though. We got it together. Just, <laughs> then we had, they had, they beat our ass, bro, and broke our legs, all kind of shit. <laughs> So you know, man. So, but now I bring that edge to comedy, but it works on stage. But off stage, like they still know I'm kind of local. You know what I'm saying? So they be like, "Something wrong with this dude." You know what I'm saying? But they can't deny it because I sell out shit. You know what I'm saying? So I, I make more money. I make more money doing like with no agent, no manager. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like good ass mattress money. You know what I mean? You know, and plus off the merchandise, you know what I mean? It's fucking cool. Then I tour my caps, so I stay busy. I don't be giving a fuck, you know. Because once, once the people know you're funny, you know, that's like on a reality show trying to fuck with me. But but at the same time, reality shows, they like to expose you. I'm scared of reality shows because it has nothing to do with what you say. It's all about the editing, bro. They can edit it to make you look like a straight. They can take words that you say and make them what they want to make them do. You know what I mean? That's how come like we see most, most of the people that's get a lot of money nowadays, they fucking giftless. Like, they have no talent. You know what I mean? They just, you got to learn how to humiliate yourself, humiliate somebody else, exploit your family, or if you're a grown man, just fucking learn how to dance. They love men to dance in this industry. <laughs> Too many fucking dance shows. I hate all dance shows. Dance with the Stars, America's Top Dancer. Dancing moms. Yeah. Stop <laughs> dancing, you dancing, bitch. Just too much dancing. Grown <laughs> wrong, wrong man dancing is the worst. Too much dancing, too much lip singing. Lip singing. That, that's what they want you to do now. Just dance, you know what I mean? Dance and just be mean, you know what I mean? So, you know, so my era, my era of comedy and my style is like, I I I always said from this day forward I I don't want to be I I never want to be famous or a star. It's no there's no money in that. You lose your identity in that. You know what I mean? Like all like the, the the Oscars and shit it's so stupid. You know what I mean? Like like black people that got into trying to impress white people. <laughs> like like they give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like you you certain heard a saying called a a a, a sellout. Yeah. You don't hear that no more. It's called crossover. You know what I mean? They just changed it. So now everybody's at awe with impressing white people. I can't stand to see black people on golf courses. Like, you look stupid and unwanted. And you sit I'm
3: going
4: to go, 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 go talk Samuel Jackson and <laughs> <Yeah>. Joe Lopez. <laughs> yeah. Get off the golf course because y'all are not even doing it. You're doing it to try to get accepted by white people, and they don't want you there. They don't want you there, and you mess up the greens. That's why I, I I go golfing. I make sure I take my rib dinner. I make sure I take some watermelon. I make sure I'm sagging. I break up all, I break, and I make sure I don't hit the ball. Now, one time, I just throw that motherfucker. <laughs> sagging? Fucking up the greens. <laughs> Fucking up the greens, you know what I mean? I man, I thought it was collard greens. I didn't know they were green. You know? Yeah, but I just like to go against the grain, homie. But I, I hate. But even with the Oscars, like, pickle made me mad. You got all these um black actors, you know, mad because these this white organization won't approve of them. You know what I mean? So they protested. But why do you need their approval to know that your talent is legitimate? You know what I mean? You don't need a trophy or their approval. Even if they give you... I mean, come on. You know, if if they give Cuban Gooding Jr., uh, uh, would you want something after Cuban Gooding Jr.? You know what I mean? I wouldn't even want one. You know what I mean? That's like... like <laughs> and most of the time when you get an Oscar, you stop it, working. Like, yeah, you get an Oscar, dude. You don't even have, See, once you stop... See, I, I, I don't try to impress white people. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not... That's why black people try to impress white people don't like black people. (laughs) Be aware of that. When they tune in to trying to be politically correct, they don't like to see brothers like me because I'm in politically correct. You know what I mean? But one thing you should never be, you should never be embarrassed of your own people, bro. Be proud of your people. And my people are bum, a crackhead. I don't care what they is. I love them because, you know what, they're my people. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So black people who trying to impress white people is always embarrassed of their own people, which is more embarrassing uh, which is they should be more embarrassed of themselves to be embarrassed of your own people. That's because they keep on trying to impress your white people approval. But you need you, you protesting about the Oscars, but what about Black Lives Matter and all the little black kids and the police Or Flint Michigan. Give it a water Michigan. You should, why are all the men in Flint Michigan trying to get some you know, throw some clean water or something. Bring a you truck. Know what I mean? Do, do anything, but but they want to talk about, oh, we ain't got this, so they don't like me, because guess what? I used to think it was the Jews. It's not. I used to think <laughs> it was the gays. It's not. I used to think it was the white people. It's not. It's black people that don't like black people. Until we start loving each other, we never going to have none, because we divided. How can one that's divided gather anything. We gotta be together. You know what I'm saying? So we divided, but how are we gonna be divided? Because they embarrass their brothers like like right now, they embarrass the cats like me because I, I don't I'm not I'm not a good old boy. You know what I'm saying? But I could be politically correct in a situation I gonna embarrass you, you know I'm intelligent or smart. But at the same time I'm gonna keep it one hundred. I ain't finna go up here and and you no know, you no know, who gonna be a fan of Donald Trump? Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> black all them black preachers that spoke up on behalf of Donald Trump, I was I was I was just embarrassed. Like who come on. I I mean, I'm a real one, homie. Like <laughs> I I was hoping to God I could help El Chapo get away. Like <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm always El going for Chapo. the Yeah, like I I go for the underground, bro. You know what I'm saying? I love criminals. <laughs> Because it's not about, because guess what? The real criminals is the ones that hide behind the law to break the law. These are blue-collar criminals. They just focus on the ones with the blue collars to make us look bad. But it's the ones, the politicians, judges are criminals. You know why? They invest into prisons. So they have to convict you. They have to hide behind the law to make money. So the ones that hide behind the law, they is the biggest criminals and they the worst criminals. When you hide behind good to do bad, bro, that's evil. A bad boy, that's a bad boy. He's just a bad boy. You know what I mean? But a good boy who hide a a bad, a good boy who hide a bad boy to hide behind good. That's evil, bro. Enough about Ted Cruz. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying. And if you can openly say you like Donald Trump, you're a sellout. (laughs) I would never. If Donald Trump gave me a billion dollars, I wouldn't mess with him. You know why? They scared. They scared of him. Samuel Jackson talk all that gangster shit, right? Donald Trump talked about him like a dog. He didn't do say nothing. You know why? Because he, he replaced. Remember in this business, bro? You know why I can say what I want to say? Because it's not what you know. It's not who you know. It's what you know about who you know. And guess what? They don't know shit about me. That's why I can say what I want to say. It's scruncho. They don't know
1: about the fucking aquariums. They <laughs> don't know about the aquariums. And that gangster shit. <laughs> the mattresses. Little, yeah. church, little church boots.
2: Yeah, man, I don't
4: know about it. So like with me... I'm a rebel, and all, of, all the comedians that, you know, Kevin Hart, like Kevin Hart, that's my little dude. I love dude, you know what I mean? So, because guess what? He planned the game the way he posted me playing it, you know what I mean? He went from something to everything, you know what I mean? Is he politically correct? Yes, you know what I mean? And guess what? He do a lot for people, but he move in silence, you know what I mean? I don't hate on winners, bro, you know what I'm saying? Mike Epps, He more gangster than me. We go to clubs and go out. I had to stop Mike Epps from getting us in trouble. He, the, he, the, he, he, a gangster, homie. You know what all due do? Respect here. You know, he don't fuck around. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Cat Williams, gangster. You know, they, these cats are like real ones. You know what I'm saying? Gabriel even a gangster. He scared me. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? So, you know, they don't want to show that side. But I've been exposed. You know what I mean? And if I'd have moved in silence. I be a giant now, you know what I mean. But I'm exposed, so I'm like, I'm the, you know, I'm the one they could just say, "Hey, let's you, scruncho, you, you bully, you, you you know what I'm saying?" Because I've been exposed. But at the end of the day, none of them can't fuck with me on stage. Give me a stage and a mic, and they know who the best is. But being the best had nothing to do with your talent. Being the best is accumulation of a bunch of things: good management, good agent, good publicist. It's a business, you know what I mean? This ain't about that mic no more. It's a business. And being politically correct is important, you know what I mean? But I don't want to be politically correct. I just want to be correct, you know what I'm saying? And that's what gangsters do, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's what I am, bro.
1: Yeah, man. Like, when I was, I was in that show, um, This Is Not Happening uh-huh. on Comedy Central. That's, that's the show with Ari Shafir as airing Tuesdays on Comedy Central at 1230. Mine airs on March 22nd. Cool. Man, And this show, all you do is talk about whatever a, a story that happened in your life, right? So there's a lot of comics, they're telling stories, you know, Um, you know, this story that happened to them. Oh, well, this story happened to that person. Fool. I was the last person in the taping. The yeah. last motherfucker, like the last comic to tape. <laughs> and man, and I did keep it 100, bro. And, and I got people to f- cry, laugh at my true story, bro. And I, and, yeah. I, and I told my true story about getting into a fight that changed my life when I was on PCP. Yeah, and they weren't ready for well, that story. Yeah, they, they love that real story. shit. They man. love
4: that real. See, right now everything is so soft, right? Yeah, every see what what social media did. You go to flip side of social media, it it, it fucked everybody. It desensitized people at their common sense. And once your common sense go, there go your morals. So now everybody is pretending to be what they're trying to be, but really not trying to be what they're pretending to be. You know what I mean? So everybody faked by circumstances. You know what I mean? So now they have no, they don't have, it kills your fucking journey. You know what I mean? It kills, like we got substance. You know, one thing we had a chance to do, we had a, our minds had a chance to develop. So we got we 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 could separate the the real from the fake, but if your mind ain't never developed and you get all this social media and shit social media and and the internet, it's like a garbage truck pulling up to your fucking house, and just unloading a bunch of shit in your house, you know what I mean eventually, your house is gonna be full of shit, you know what I'm saying, so everything coming out of it is just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. so that's how come it's like a one world order you know what I mean like you know they they programmed us now, you know what I mean you could go ahead and say. Such and such, they don't give a fuck. Once you program, you know, it, it programming overrides everything. You know what I mean? Just like no matter what nobody do, once they program you as a human being, we are programmed. So now even we then we're gonna pay and see a comedian who we know is not funny, but we will packed the auditorium or the the, the venue to see him, right? And we will laugh our ass off Then we get to the car and say. That motherfucker wasn't that funny, (laughs) because we program. You know what I mean? And and they can program people that they can control. If they can't control you, why would they? They can't program you. Like while I was going out of town. I'm hustling. I'm slanging and selling dope and shit. Whoever take out of town with me, I ain't gonna take no other notorious gangster killers out of town. I can't control them. I'm gonna take some. You know, some young, weak dudes who hungry, who trying to get it, who look up to me that I can control. That way I can control, it, you know what I mean? So they don't want to control nothing that's developed. They, ugh, Why fuck with that? <laughs> Too much. You know what I mean? Because it's just smart business, you know? So they'd rather take, because the, the less you know, the more likely you are to succeed. You know what I mean? Nobody want to fuck with nobody who know it. Because if you know it all, what, what you need me for? You
1: know what I'm saying? Yeah, Scrunch go around, bro, to give that headliner street cred. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I know that loud. Like, <laughs> I will go on tour with some people and they go, like, All right. He goes, This like in tough now
4: because I'm here or what? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Exactly.
4: <laughs> Hold me back, Scrunch Hold me back!
2: Bumping into people and shit all of a sudden.
4: But see, and, but at the same time, like, if I, when I'm, I'm to the West Coast, that's what he is to, I mean, if I'm to the brothers, that's what Felipe is to Latinos. Like, they respect that, you know what I mean? Because he's different, he's grimy, you know what I mean? He never looked it like he got some sense, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? And he always had a, His his story is raw. You know what I mean, and you he, he can hear the hurting and shit. But then at the end of the day, people like him because they he truthful. You know, and people want to know the truth. That's why they see me. They see me. They respect me. also I hit the stage. My jokes make sense. You know what I mean? Fool remembers Scruncho while Coyote. Oh, no, those that was
1: crazy fool from Long Beach.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Little skates. People want it. Like people want <laughs> people want stuff real now, bro. Like nobody want nothing. on nobody want that all this put together shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you see cats like it's see when you take cats who like who industry, you know, I ain't gonna blast on them, but you see cats who who the industry didn't gave them the light, but then you see cats like Felipe with God gave them the light, the two different kind of lights, bro. You know what I'm saying? Industry is trying to gravitate to. Guy, like now, because all that industry, like, don't work. That shit should, should die on you quick, you know what I mean? It's a quick burn, you know what I mean? This shit, this light he got, dude. Even I've never seen him have a bad set. He come in black rooms, and his people who still ask me about Felipe. Like, my daughter seen her one time, and it was probably about 14, 15, and they still be like, oh, damn, the guy with the hair, Felipe. They call me everything. Felipe, Felipe, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know. Feliciano. No, 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 Don't nobody, no, no, nobody mess up a Mexican name like black people, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Falupo, Falupo. The guy with the Falopian,
1: you know, that guy? Falopian,
4: yeah, Falopian, you know.
1: Man, what did you, what did you decide, man? Because i seen you, like, where you keep saying the skates, yeah. And man, and I saw you when 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 you did that show, man, there was a small crowd and man you fucking put on those skates. I always tell my wife that, no, bro, no babe. Scrolls could skate like a motherfucker.
4: You no, know why I learned how to skate, bro? When I was real <laughs> little, right? I was extremely ugly, right? I was ugly as fuck. Who told you that, bro? No, nah, I was, bro. Look, I was not so, I was so ugly when I was little, I was not my dad wouldn't allow for I wasn't allowed to smile or nothing, right? You know why? When I was born, I was the first, I had a deficiency that only affected one out of 17,000 kids a year where I was born with a full set of teeth. So as <laughs> soon as I smiled.
1: So <laughs> everyone
4: was born with Jimmy Carteritis. <laughs> yeah. So. So the first time the I smiled, Boy, the first time Jesus. I smiled, my dad lost his mind. What the fuck is that? And, said, and so from that point on, he hated my smile. <laughs> Look, bro, I'm not I'm not Hughes, bro. <laughs> and, and I would listen, man, when I was so ugly, I, I never I, I never got picked up, right? I was smart and I was intelligent, right? Because I was gifted. This is how smart I was. I never got picked up, right? So I learned how to start walking by the time I was seven weeks. And then, because nobody picked me up, so I had to learn. And here go how. See, I was smart enough to learn how to change my own diaper by the time I was four. But I was kind of dumb because I didn't learn how to get potty trained until I was 12. So you see the (laughs) contract. You're not ugly, man. You're like Hank Aaron and Wesley Snipes. Yeah, but you know what? You know, you know what? I got so ugly as I got older. I just thought the ugly got cute. You know what I'm saying? But it just it got you just got used to the ugly. You know what I mean? But here's the thing about when you when you when you ugly, right? I I my I never got complimented. Without black and ugly being in the compliment. He was a cute little ugly black boy. Or, man, you show his, your, your little ugly self show is fast. You know what I mean? Like, every compliment came with ugly, ugly or black and That front ugly of
1: kid it. just hit on the
4: home run. Boy, that ugly kid just hit on the home run. Boy, that little black boy should look nice in that suit, on. You know, like, like I didn't have a no choice. So, it was so subliminal to me. So my brother said, look, you're 12, man. You know, you start liking girls. But you know what? If you're going to get girls, it's going to be hard to get them with your face alone. He said, but you got to figure out. What you... And So I was listening because I knew this already, right? <laughs> so I said, what do you think I should do? He said, look, you got to do something to get the attention off your face, right? He said, if you learn how to skate and they see your feet, and then if you're real good on your skates, by the time they look up at your face, they got to make a decision. You know, and they give you a 50-50 chance. You know, so I learned how to skate, and girls say, oh, he can skate good. They look at my face and say, uh, well, I guess he can skate, you know. <laughs> and uh, it gave me a start, you know what I'm saying? So, and that's how I learned how to skate, because I, I, I had to keep the attention off my face. <laughs> You do the backstroke, bro. You well, tear a room up with that bit. Yeah. Like, I, hey, man, listen. I I stopped skating on stage for a long time because you know I just it's just started being like, oh man, skate, skate. So I had to, I wanted to just strengthen my material so to where now once in a while I might pull out the skates. You know what I'm saying? But you know, but uh, but when it comes to this uh, um, I got a one man show that I'm doing called All I Needed Was a Hug, kind of gangster. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I like to tell all the stories about just growing up and shit. You know what I mean? I had a buddy, my best friend, when I was older. I, it's a guy named, I, I wonder what happened to him. It's a guy named Bernie Gill. Right? He was my best friend, Mexican dude, right? His, uh came out, he played, played football with me, and they introduced me to the Latino culture. I used to spend the night over there. We played Pop Warner. You know what I mean? And um, he taught me how to... uh. I mean what guacamole was Cause The first time I ate a guacamole I grabbed it in a bowl I thought it was an apple I just bit it into the motherfucker кварти- He said no bro You gotta cut it like this and He Put some tortillas on it and shit You know what I mean And me and him We used to hustle We used to go to school And we used to sell like We used to make um Little taco rolls And we We used the really First to started selling tacos Me and Me and Me and Bernie That's how we made our money And you know what we used to do To make our money too we said, cause we didn't get, we was poor, we didn't get lunches. So what I did, I went to Lost and Found, I got a lunch pail, right? And then I, <laughs> I I load the lunch pail up with all my mama ingredients, like the seasoning salt, hot sauce and shit. Then at lunch, I just started seasoning kids' food and testing it. Like, hold on, so, oh, check this out, bro. you go, Let's put that on there. Now, I test them to taste it yeah that's cool then i start hustling seasoning <laughs> <laughs> and i come up with a complete lunch <laughs> <that
2: tajit>, <laughs> <laughs> hustling seasoning
4: season for their
1: spices bro <laughs> yeah man. for sure with a spice rack yeah. you know and then, let me um, just pour you some pepper real quick
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh that's back in the days when uh um, Chico the Man was out, you know what I mean? And uh, I remember me and Bernie, he came to our school, and uh, we are. and Bernie, he, it's, it was a time where Latinos had just first started, um talking strong Spanish, you know what I mean? It, was, it had a strong accent, you know what I mean? So Bernie started teaching me like all the uh, Mexican cuss words. So we be in class cussing like a motherfucker, busted up. <laughs> we call a <her> teacher <laughs> all kinds of Mexican cuss names and shit. And me and Bernie, Pizza cabrona. And, kind of and, shit. and they said, "She like you. We have no peaches in here. Stop <laughs> asking peaches." <laughs> and we used to get in trouble and shit. I, I, I always wonder what happened to Bernie Gill, man. We should try to find him. His name Bernie Gill, and he had a brother named Gilbert. Gilbert was older and shit. We used to steal all his little. Sh- He's having a bunch of zoos and wam whams and shit, you know, candies and shit. We go in there and steal all this little shit and replace it with other shit. You know what I'm saying? We just fucking
1: bad, bro. That's funny man, how you say that. Before Facebook, MySpace, and all that, do you remember that Gangster Magazine?
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Teen yeah, yeah. Angel.
1: Te- te- yeah. <laughs> That was the first time I would see Crips yeah, and Bloods yeah, On the same
4: page Low rider bikes and shit yeah, 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 I Every once shit. in a
1: while A guy from prison Was send his pen, Asked for a pen pal Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
3: <laughs>
1: yeah holler at my boy Man he did post him <laughs> <laughs> You see a picture of him locked up in black and white yeah, Here's a piece of his art Yeah that's fucking <laughs> I remember that shit Had a new poem Called Freedom Yeah <laughs> Oh, it's fucking hilarious Yeah chain letter Y'all like scruncho <laughs>
4: <laughs> Y'all heard of him Hey we should get Some of your followers To follow, tell him no to follow tell me Don't
1: follow me man What's your twitter
4: The Real Scruncho On The Real Instagram. Scruncho
1: also, people, he's also in the in the the the
4: chronic album. Yeah, the chronic Two thousand one. Yo, Scruncho! Hey what's- me, oh man, what's cracking with all these old broke assholes here? Nigga, what? I'm a hustler, mm-hmm. That's the baby. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, 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 yeah, remember that. How'd you now, get that? Man, you know what? Well, Dre, my dog, right? So, you know, we was on some well, actually, me, um, me, uh, um Dre. No, no, me, Gabriel, right? And I, I wanna say you. We went and did a party for Suge Night. That was that? Gabriel. Yeah. Gabriel we killed it, it, yeah. Yeah, we went and did for Sugnight's Mom. Suge Moms. I hooked them up with a party for Suge Knight Moms. And um they took a liking to us, right? And we just killed it was on the boat, you know what I mean? And after we did the party, they had called me and they wanted me to do the um the Return to Death Row album. So I said, Oh, you know, the the best of Death Row So I went to do the um uh, video but it was all like gang shit, like wanted me to diss Dre and this Snoop and this. I said, man, I ain't finna diss like, and it was like disrespectful because it was for Fubu was out. Yeah. So they gave me like a, I went to the trailer and said, here you go, your wardrobe, and it was like a red Fubu outfit. They said, I said, man, I ain't put that on. They said, man, I don't know you gangbang. I said, but, I said, dude, whether I bag or not, this is a Suge Knight video. It's not like I'm doing a Puff Daddy video. You know what I'm saying? A Suge Knight video, The red shit means something. I said, man, I said, said, man, I, said, I ain't wearing no red fubu outfit on me. So I said, all right. So I got the script. They wanted me to diss Snoop, diss Dre. I said, man, I'm out of here. I ain't doing none of that shit. You know what I mean? And I, and I walked away from it and then Dre got a whiff of it. And then he called me and he said, what was they offering you? And I told him what they had offered me. Then he said, man, I was that was strong enough because the director that was there called Dre and told him what I did. And then Dre said I was honorable. Then he came back. He put me on an album. You know what I mean? Then he said, what they you?" I told him what they offered me. Then he paid me double that. and That's how I ended up getting on it.
3: Hell yeah, dog.
4: So I ever mean, since then, it was cool. Actually, I, you went on the tour too, right? Yeah, I was on the tour, the chronic tour, you know what I'm saying? You are
1: opening up doing comedy?
4: Yeah, I was What was that up. like?
1: Because they're not expecting a comedian
4: to go up, Man, first of all. That Boom, off. That, that shit was scary. Like, it was, it was scary <laughs> as fuck. Honestly, as fuck. bro, it was scary. It was scared the Fools fuck be lying. That was
1: fun. I rocked it. <laughs> yeah. You guys you were know, doing big rooms, too. It was,
4: so, it was so big. We were doing, like, stadiums The and pond shit. and shit. Yeah, it was so big that you see your face on the... And your voice echoes, so you had to kind of learn how to time your voice. A little delay in, cause of a slight delay, and it was like, man, and it was it was kind of cool, but I mean, it was like fucking scary, you know. Then it started getting a little easier, you know what I mean? But it was like it was it was really it was. Plus it was like first time ever me ever really being on that big of a stage, and um, lucky Day was just you just you know it just it was just a lot easier to just kind of freestyle and just have fun with it. You know, so it was really good. It was like a good look. Plus I got a chance to like then me and Snoop when we was younger, we we worked together at um it was a store called Lucky's grocery store. Lucky's became yeah. Albertson's. Yeah. We worked at Lucky's as a um, box boys. We as box boys and we could start stealing. We were stealing inventory and <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs>
1: Snoop was always skinny, huh? Yeah,
4: he was always skinny, you know what I mean? And then he we we'd load up the inventory in the trash and then we'd throw so, Snickers and shit, we started making money off the buses, you know, going on the bus and selling our shit, and then uh, one day they was waiting for us back there, so we came out all the shit, they was waiting, the staff and everybody was waiting, and they just fired us, we just kind of, you know, but then we did a movie later on that, that, when well, we played that role in the movie, uh-huh. a movie called Bossing Up, you know what I mean, we we took the scene from the liquor store and shit and put it in the movie, that was good, you know, that was really sweet. Hell yeah, dog. Yeah, so we hustling, man. So, what's your webpage? Uh, scruncho.com. Scruncho.com and The yeah. Real
1: Scruncho.
2: And you're on Instagram?
4: Yeah, The Real Scruncho on Instagram. And know. Twitter,
2: right? Same? Yeah, on Twitter. Where
4: you going to be at next? Um, I got to go. Uh, I got nine shows. I got the, I'm to do the. Im- locally, the only thing I'm doing is the improv. I got Texas. I'll be at the Texas Improv, I got, um... Addison or, or Fort Worth? I got, uh, me and Mike got a, at Fort Worth. Fort Worth Improv. Yeah, I got Fort Worth Improv coming up. I got Atlanta. It'll be an Uptown Comedy Club. And then I gotta go back to Atlanta to shoot my reality show. And, um, I'm doing my one-man show, too. You know, all I needed was a hug. And I'm shooting a lot, I'm starting to shoot a lot of sketches. And they stuff. got
1: you and Richard Pryor movie playing Philip Wilson?
4: man, you know what they should man, you know you know what if i I would probably be scared to play because 'cause I'm not gonna put on a dress, oh that's true,
1: I, mean? <laughs> I already did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you
4: know, like with me, it's just more of a um it just go against my brand and yeah. you know what I mean it's just and it's not like it's it's crazy how that worked though, because wow. like white people in other races can do that shit it's not it's not it's not it don't really carry no it it's just it don't have no real um psychological significance to it it's just jokes you know what i mean like how white people can do stuff like you know play with each other balls in the movie and nobody consider, <laughs> you know because <laughs> nobody considering gay you know yeah. what i mean it's not like gay you know it's, it's like like they can do anything and people are like oh that's so hilarious you know, but black people we can't do that. Like <laughs> our whole culture turned on us. You know what I, I mean? know,
1: man. Keith Moore has to be the same.
4: Yeah, like, like Keith Morris. Once he got on there, Tom, I, he, he's, you know, he sucked. Nigga, dick. His career was done. You know, like you just can't. Like can be hard after that, huh? Yeah, it's just not good business. You know what I mean? Like,
1: if like, you're a hard comic or a hard actor, like Emilio but, I don't see him ever playing a, a chick, ever.
4: Yeah, like you know what? And then would me, like, I just. You know, and, and you know what? Am I? Am I? You know, it's like, as an actor, you you want to think, but like with me, it'd probably be a real struggle to play a, a female part. You know what I mean? But they seem like they always going to offer me that kind of stuff too. Like, like I got this. Like I was gonna do this one role in the movie where I played a little gangster convict, but then somewhere in the script they had me get knocked down by Aryan Nation. I'm like, Psh, this role not gonna work for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, so. If in Mexico, then call me jail. Like yeah, that. you gotta be willing to do. Um, you can't be. And then here's the thing about even with gay people, it's like you gotta be like, you gotta learn how to like understand the things you don't understand because, you know, I used to be a homophobic, why I didn't understand the gay shit. But the truth of the matter is, you know, um, um, God create because I got a little nephew, right? Who, you know, when he was born. I realized I was wrong because my nephew was the first gay baby I ever met. You know what I mean? And I'm like, God ain't going to make no gay baby and send a gay baby to hell if he created the gay baby. So it, why would you judge gay people and think gay people are going to hell? Like, I just don't believe it. I used to believe it, but I think that's a lie because I think God, and God say don't judge. I think when you judge people, you know what I'm saying? I think you worse it in the person you are judging. I think, Oh hell yeah. I think, I think, And guess what? Out of all the people in the world that ever treated me fairly, guess what? And the the people that treated me wrong, it wasn't the white people. Well, it was like white people, but it wasn't the gay people. You know what I'm saying? My people, I struggle with more than any people. You know what I mean? Like gay people ain't never did nothing to me. So, you know, you got to break them all ways. You know what I mean? So, uh, and, and especially with the gay people really... They look out for you the most. You know, once they respect your manhood, they don't try that shit. It's just like if you, if you, like if you, we smoke weed, you know what I mean? We ain't gonna smoke it around your mama. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> You know how that yeah. dad's like, if we cuss, we're not going to go in your church and start cussing. Gay people the same way. if you're not gay, they're not just going to be, hey, 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 let me play the your like You know what <laughs> I'm like, Gays going to be at church going, man, the priest looks good. Yeah, like gay people ain't like that. That's them. their fear. That's, that's their, their, their own own fear. That's, that's the phobia of uh, yeah. being a homophobic. You know, like, you know, once you get the, you know, they just really, you no, know, they really, really, like, you know, they, they, they cool as anybody, you know what I'm saying? So me, over the years, I just learned how just let everybody be them, you know what I mean? And I treat people according to how they treat me. They fair to me, I'm fair to them. I don't care if they're black, white, red, blue, gay, straight. I could care less. All I care less is, you know, good people don't have. Because God say, you know, God is love and love is God. And God love only comes in two ways. It comes in action and reaction. The actions of what you do is love. And if somebody say something to you, your reaction can be of love. And that's all God. And that's the love in you. So if you got God in you, then you reflect love. Anything else is just an excuse to to project hate. You know what I mean? So if you, you, you need a title, you know, you take a title, say, okay, I'm a homophobic. Okay, now you just took that title. Now you gave hate. Now you gave evil life. So you can't find reasons to give evil life. You know what I mean? So the way you don't give evil life is you just, you know, practice love and just be good to people who are good to you and people not good to you. Work on taking their hate and making it good. And then you be good people. That's all it is. It's real simple, you know. Just <laughs> Be a fucking nice person and i judging people. That's the that's the problem. So too, what man. happened on Chocolate Sunday that night? I just, you know what? It's the yeah. frustration
1: as a comedian, man. Yeah. People don't know. People get fucking bumped. It gets annoying after a now while. When, yeah.
4: when I had a fight, here go, here go what happened. I'm going to tell you all the story for the first time ever. This is an exclusive. Hell case yeah. is over. Here go the story, right? I'm a man of, of morals. You know what I mean? Like, People say, when well, you fight over a girl, i fight over my girl. You know what I'm saying? I will fight for my girl. Let's get that straight right now. Now, here's the rules with your girl. Now, if you meet my girl, right, and my girl say, and you, and you run off with my girl, then that's your girl. You know what I mean? I can't get mad at who she choose to love, right? <laughs> but now, and if you're a stranger, you meet my girl. You know what I'm saying? For example, maybe about... You know, I had another incident where a guy called me saying, "Man, you fucking my, You fucking my fucking my. You fucking my my wife." I said, "Who is your wife?" She said, "He's said, a I said, Shantae. I said, "Um, uh, I said, with all due respect, dude, I don't know you." I said, "I never met you." I said, "So it's impossible for me to be fucking your wife. Your wife can only be fucking me." <laughs> you know what I'm saying, "I said, you got the vows and commitment between her and God. That's who you should be talking to, not me." You know what I'm saying? You know, so I said, don't get mad at me. Then, then he gonna get, I told him, I said, all due respect, right? I said, because she got a tattoo on her ass, right, that say scrunch your bitch, right, that she had years ago, right? I said, you married a woman with scrunch your bitch tattooed on her ass without getting it removed before you gave her a ring with all due respect. So if you really want to be honest, you really fucking my bitch more than I'm fucking your wife. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, I kill you. <laughs> <laughs> but on the other hand, with the with the, same thing applies, you know. So when dude, as a comedian, we we family, you know what I'm saying. So Felipe is my friend, right? And I consider him my friend. When Felipe. He gave his wife, so his wife see me when he's not around. she' gonna be nice, to me, hi, scruncho because Felipe said I was cool, right? So now, out of respect, as a friend, my job as a friend is to protect his family and his friend anything he love. I love more when he's not around, so I protect them. That's what friends do. So when she see me, say, oh, Scruncher let me in, to cover And I looked out for his friends. I protect his. So our friendship don't start when I'm in his face. My friendship start when he not around. So when he's not around, my job is to protect his name, protect everything he love. That's what friends do. You know what I mean? Now, if I'm his, say his friend and I'm, I, I take the title of being his friend you know what I mean? And he turned his back and then I get at his wife. Number one, I'm wrong there. And number two, if I throw him under the bus to get at his wife, I'm double wrong. You know what I mean? And then if his wife don't bite and she come back and tell him, Scruncho got at me, you know what I'm saying? Then Felipe out of respect should beat my fucking ass. <laughs> and that's what the fuck happened. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know. It was the principles and the morals behind <laughs> him getting that ass whooped because, you know, back in the days, an emperor used used to try to, when you take over a kingdom, you know what I mean, they'd take it. When you try to overthrow the emperor and you lose, they were so gangster back in the days. They say, listen order you know, since you lost and you you lost because if you take overtake the emperor you you the king and everybody to help you try to take them they all get assigned and that's your kingdom but if you lose and it don't work and then the emperor gonna make they're not gonna kill you they're gonna make you kill yourself and if you don't kill yourself they're gonna kill your family that's how gangster used to be you know what I'm saying, but when he went after my girl and he failed, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Now, if he'd have won and he'd have ran off with the sun and the sunset, said my girl, I'd have had a man up and say, that's your girl. And I had to take that. You know what I mean? But since he failed, he had to deal with the consequences. And I told him, when I see you, I'm going to beat your ass on the spot. I, and that's what I did because it was honorable that he took an ass whooping. But because he go under different rules where yeah. I got in trouble is see, if I go be the little dude ass like Kevin Hart or somebody like mm-hmm. that, I'm wrong because Kevin Hart, not a street dude and, and street dudes don't put their hands on people. Who's not street dudes. We, you can't do that. Cause they're, you know, you wrong. But if you're a street dude, you know, the rules, we go <laughs> by a different set of rules. You know different what I'm saying? Grade. Now he went under the, 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 the code of a street dude. So when I knocked his ass out, right, he woke up and pressed charges. So he was a bitch, nigga.
2: Oh, that! Oh, oh man, he's a
4: classic bitch, nigga. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so it, it it made me look good in one way, but it hurt me in another way because now the industry back is scared of me again because they know I swing. <laughs> <laughs> they know they know my, my my I go by a different set of rules that not uh, uh don't apply. What an idiot. Religion. What a punk that fool was. <laughs> yeah, he's a sucker. He 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 snitched. He's still and, trying to get at you. And he 6'4, 250. I am one inch taller than Kevin Hart. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, and I only weigh like maybe one eighty five, one ninety. You know what I'm saying? So he's a he's a big pussy at that. You know what I'm saying? So he just wasn't you know because he went up by the street rules. And then only thing hurt me is back in the days you fight all I can name a ton of comedians that have fights, right? But unfortunately, I just came in an era where the viral is just real popular. So once you, once I fight somebody, it's like it just went viral and shit. You know what I mean? So, you know, people in the industry like the, you know, the, the uh, business people in the industry, they don't want that type of stuff at their productions and their brand on their stages. So it hurt me, but uh, you know what I mean. So, so now I had to go. You know, so like nothing real in this world works no more. So. I'm just too real for this world. You know? but now you're on the What's
1: So Fool podcast, and our listeners got your back. Yeah, <laughs> man. Listening. Everybody, man, you heard Sc- Real Scruncho, man. Follow him on Twitter. The and Real Santa, man.
4: Scruncho. A scruncho is spelled S C R. U-N-C-H-O. You know what I mean? And and I'll fuck with y'all. Man. Yeah,
1: man. He's looking for a lady to name her Scrunchie.
4: <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, you know, it's just, you should, you, every man should protect your wife. You know what I mean? You should protect oh, your yeah. woman. You should protect your girl. And your friends have an obligation to you. You know what I mean? You don't want no people looking at your face, trying to get at your wife and all that shit. That's not good etiquette. It's not good business. And if a man don't fight for who he love and don't fight for his family, then he's not a fucking man. You know what I mean? And I'm a man first, community yeah, second. <laughs> Hell yeah! What's no. so fool? You, you want to give me your Instagram?
1: Your you already have your dates. What's like, up, fool? I like the way you say it. Give him a young man, bro. Yeah, man, bro. <laughs> What's up, Rodrigo? Where you gonna be at, bro? What's Chilling, up? dog. March seventeenth Ontario Improv.
2: Ontario Improv. Check us out. St. Patty's Day, eight p.m. show.
1: This week I'm at Cleveland Improv. I know it's freezing out there, but please show up.
4: Yeah, I'll Cleveland show up,
1: man. February twenty fifth through twenty eighth at at uh, Hilarities Saturday and Sunday. Hilarities. Irvine Improv, California, March third to the sixth. Irvine Improv. Tampa, Florida, I'm coming to Eboard City, March 17th to the 20th, Tampa Improv. New York City, yes, I'm going up April 1st at the Hot 97 Comedy Jam at Madison Square Garden, Tracy Morgan hosting. Felipe Esparza going up first, probably. Killing. <laughs> I'm going to go in and slide in and do 15 minutes.
4: That's, that's going to be good
1: to see takes Take photos. With, take, take fo- I'm going to take photos with everybody on the show. I'm probably going to watch their set. I'm going to just leave as soon as my set. Nah, no, I man. Hang on, man. <laughs> like my wife, you know, we're going to be there. She, never, she hasn't been to New York in nine years. Whoa. Or really
4: 11. To go to, um, make sure you go to um, Canal Street. They got the best knockoffs ever. gonna knock. (laughs) I love knockoffs, bro. Oh man, I don't wear nothing but the fake, brother. I bet the best fake. This girl gonna tell me. I scratch. I think. I think. Um, that little time belt you got on is fake. I said, bitch. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you never seen my air boots?
2: <laughs> That's <laughs> my little three stripe boots. A three when striper. you said
1: it, you play with those boots, it reminds me of some guy at the Silver Lake Park. This, yeah. this guy was black dude show show up. Uh, he plays in Venice now, but he always played with cowboy, cowboy boots. Cowboy boots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, oh,
2: what's up, man? You don't like my Jordans? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. I used to play in church shoes and everything, man. That's an amazing.
1: You're an amazing man, bro. You're an amazing comedian. Hey man, we should do,
4: have we show hard. We, we, we should do our own black and brown underground edition. That'd be sweet. Black Under, and brown underground edition. edition. For all things comedy. Yeah, for all things comedy. Black oh, spin off. Rodrigo's gonna spin off. Right, yeah, we, man. We call it black and brown, the black and brown they don't want you to see. <laughs> oh, that'd be dope. Okay. Yeah, we're trying to also
1: up When when I met him at the at the airport, he introduced me to um uh, freeway Rick Ross on the phone. Bro.
4: Yeah, they oh know no. they go way back. Real oh. friend Rick Ross. I used to work for him, right? He had so much money, bro. Right? And I used to work for him, and I did. And he, I had like I did did the work, and then he, you know, I, you go p- come pick your money up. I had seventy three thousand dollars of his money. And I said, "Man, I got your money, bro." He's like, "I get it, right?" In week five, two weeks passed. I said, "Bro, I got your money. I get it." It took him about four months to come get the money, and to the point he forgot about it. Then when I said, "Man, you forgot your money," oh man, my bad, man. Just bring me twenty thousand. You keep the rest, like that, bro. Wow, that's how much money he had. Like loads of bro. So you thought
1: maybe you could come in and co-host with me when we have Oh, Rick absolutely, We'll you do know, the What's the, So Fool podcast so here with
4: Oh, yeah, Rick is the Co-host shit. He, met, like, he right back out, back in the killing, you know what I mean? Like, he had shit loads of money
1: Cause He was trying to sue the, the Rick Ross rapper,
4: right? Yeah, I told him For the name? Had, he should have that He wanted two million, you told me He should not have did that shit, you know what I mean? Because it was just, it, to me, I think he shouldn't have did it, you know what I mean? But he, but Rick is, he, he genius in his own way, you know what I mean? But I think he should have um, I wouldn't, have, I mean, he was, he got out to somebody in jail, convinced him of doing that shit, but he shouldn't have did it. I think he should have embraced the brand, you know what I mean? And handed it to him and certified him and, and ate off that, you know what I mean? And, and, and he'd have got introduced to a whole new culture of people. I think it was a, Politically bad move, but then who am I to say politically correct? <laughs> I am known as a politically correct. I should do a stand-up call, politically incorrect.
1: Politically please. correct.
4: Just say that shit on that shit to be gangster. <laughs> to
1: What's up, fool? Well, Rodrigo Torres, man, you yeah. to gonna start the Yeah Man podcast yeah, man. after a hundred episodes. It'll be all Rodrigo It'll and how be you get his a, baby. How, how you get a
4: podcast? How you, get a, how you do? How you get a podcast? Right here, bro. You just get a podcast. Right here. <laughs> buy the recorder. Just buy, what you do just buy a tech recorder or something. Oh, yeah, man. How you do this shit? You don't know about this technology shit. Rodrigo, yeah, man. So how over, many people you got listening? Oh, 50,000 uh, downloads? You got over 50? A 15,
1: month. 100. Per month. Yeah, we're yeah, like man. we, we ranked number one hundred and sixty five on iTunes. Damn.
4: You should have yeah. bubble in this bitch, huh? Yeah, man. We're trying to get do advertisement. It, do it do it, do it do it, um do it um um help get your um um like views up and stuff.
1: Yeah, they it helps people get views and um we get a, a whole new audience from all over the world. Like we got our friend in Ireland.
2: Hell yeah, dude, Glenn Carlin.
1: Glenn Carlin, we got another listener and and, and um Amsterdam and Uh, Denmark Chloe right Cleo Cleo
4: Damn, that's
1: dope. And we got a, first we got a bunch of
4: fools in Whittier,
1: California,
4: on, Long Beach. Hey, they gonna go crazy after this one, man. They love, they love real niggas. <laughs> they do, man. They hell do. Yeah. They, they like do. this real shit. I think after this, you should go
1: on the Joey Diaz podcast. That's right, cock Yeah, yeah, Joey Diaz. I always thought that would be yo, an awesome show. Yo, Joey oh,
4: and <laughs> fucking Scrunch, Felipe. Yeah, yeah, that will be sick. That's the real dope. underground. Man, that's real underground, man. Like, motherfuckers scared us on ground. <laughs> we so motherfucking underground Really, really, we not even underground Put me up real. before Scruncho, whatever you do <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I go up so late, my nickname is tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> This guy coming up tomorrow up <laughs> tomorrow In the wee hours In the wee
1: hours What's know. up, fool? Thank you very much, Scruncho. What's your <laughs> real name?
4: Anthony I lose all my confidence <laughs>
1: Anthony. <laughs> Anthony. That's my son's name too. Yeah. What's up, Rodrigo? anything to add, bro? Nothing. You were
2: also a dude, fucking you're B T star on Comic View. Oh yeah, I did B T
4: four I was four times, uh All Star on B T, Death Jam, the Apollo Kyle, Apollo. I did all that shit, you know what I'm saying?
1: You're like, you're like me, man. Like... Daddy
4: Bad Boys a Comedy.
1: When I, I noticed that when you first started the stand-up comedy, you started off kind of like me because, like, you, you're a gangster, you know, and I, and I grew up in the hood, too. Yeah. And, like, we do not know how to come out and shit and dress. Yeah. I remember sometimes I would yeah. see you dressed in blue. Yeah. And then sometimes you, you walk into walk Coyotes, like, in your little mid-cut boots. Yeah. You were dressed up nice. <laughs> right, 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 right. Like, right. you just left a date or something. Yeah, I
4: started, like, I started trying to clean up because when I went to prison, they told me, say, bro, you know, you uh, know, he said, "Being a real, being a real nigga is not about how you dress. It's a set of rules." He said, "When well, you know the rules, that's what make you real, not the way you look." You know what I mean? So, you know, like watch Felipe. You know, he dressed real, looked different, but what came out on was realer than all that shit. You know what I mean? So, it all made sense. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it so you know, I, I clean up a little bit. You know, try to you know what I'm saying I still stay in the gym trying to stay yeah. cut ups I always try to keep my knuckle game on deck <laughs> <laughs> you're gripping you know him up for the cause they always like, ask why y'all got security I'm like how I'm gonna pay him <laughs> <laughs> let's take a photo fool hell yeah